Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 518 Talks Podcast. I am your host, William Revis, and uh, I am happy to announce my guest today is Mr. Tyrell Outlaw, a.k.a. Rel Dola. How you doing today? Doing good. I'm doing good. Good morning. Uh, thank you for taking the time to, you know, stop in with us and, and have this conversation. Um, I think, you know, what's great about this topic, today's topic to all my listeners, thank you for tuning in, is living your authentic life. And uh, the reason this is our conversation today is because I think it's important for people to understand that it is okay to live the life designed for you. Um, don't 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 take social media, don't take criticism too serious. Live your life uh, uh, based on your likes. Understand your dislikes. Uh, face your faults. Face your fears, and create the life that's destined for you. I think a lot of times we get caught up in taking in so much information from other people, uh, catering to their opinions, that we often lose ourselves in the path of becoming someone who someone else is designing us to be, not who we are designed to be. And I think a lot of times that's where a lot of unhappiness and depression and stuff comes from and how somebody cannot really reach their full potential because they're not making the best decisions that are in the interest of the destiny designed for them. So the reason why I think this is perfect for Mr. Tyrell Outlaw is uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, not only working with this young man, but, uh, you know, partnering with him on several ventures through Community Fathers, um, you know, at the Altamont program, Save Our Streets, uh, just in the community, watching him grow, watching him build. And I feel like this is really perfect based on conversations me and him have been having lately about just living your authentic life. You know what I'm saying? Making decisions, staying on the path and being where you're supposed to be. So, Mr. Dolo, why don't you tell us about, like, where are you at right now in your life? I'm at right now in my life. Um, I'm currently, you know, I'm, I'm a musician. I'm a performing artist. Um, my stage name is Rel Dolo. I work with the, my music group. It's called Touch Money Militia. Touch Money Militia TMM. Um, it's a, a numerous uh, about four four artists. We're a collective. We're individual artists who work together as a team. So you know, I have that part of me, the music side of me, and I also work here at the Altamont program at the shelter. Um, I'll be working soon for uh, for SCC Community College, um, their Liberty Partnership Program, working with some of the youth at Connecticut High School. Um, Central Park Middle School, um, Mount Pleasant Middle School, and I also will be starting a um, after-school program just January coming up at uh, a school in Albany, a charter school called Henry Johnson Charter School. And the name of the program is after-school program. It will be called Hip Hop, the Art, not the Image. And we, mm-hmm. we, uh, we decided to name it that. I teamed up with the school. Um, following the performance I did, I got a chance to uh, to meet some of the staff in the school. One day and the very next day, uh, I came down to take a tour of the school, and I, I liked it. And they actually had an assembly coming up right before the holiday break, so I was able to come in and you know and uh, perform for some of the kids as well as you know uh, give give the give the school a nice a nice poem. I had some of the kids come help down come come down and help me read a poem to the rest of the uh, rest of the school, which was uh, it was, it was a nice nice positive poem. Um, and uh, I, after that, I just you know I just continued to stay involved. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I still work with I work with Community Fathers, uh, Community Fathers Incorporated. I've been working with them for about four or five years now. Shout out Community Fathers. Of course, yeah. Shout out Community Fathers, Walter Simpkins, and that's where I met William Weaver as well. So we've been building for a long time now. He's been a friend of mine, you know. Um, you've been a friend of mine for for some time now, um, and you know, like a mentor to me, a brother, a lot of things. So, um, but you 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 definitely always you know helped me no matter what you know what what, what phase of my life I was in. You know, stay on track and, and make sure I'm living my authentic life. You know, and what that means to me is just, um, you know, I, I've always, I knew I wanted to always be an artist. I know I always mm-hmm. wanted to rap and make music since I was a kid. Not since I was like 
teen, a teenager since I was always, you know, since I was maybe five, six years old, I can always remember this is what I always wanted to do. So, you know, growing up, I have, you know, my whole life I've been able to experience looking at, you know, these mainstream rappers and looking at other people, you know, just like myself, who wanted to rap and who who, who, who got into music just because it looked cool and because, you know, that's, you know, that's what, you know, their favorite, they, their favorite rapper is so-and-so, so they want to look like him and they want to, they want to dress like... They and I think that's really important for people to understand because, you know, a lot of times we have these visions of ourselves or these ideas of what we want to be, but it doesn't always work out like that because maybe sometimes people don't believe in it or sometimes for whatever reason we don't believe in ourselves. So it's very interesting to hear you say that you ended up being exactly what it was that you always wanted mm -hmm. to be, mm -hmm. a rapper. Absolutely. So I, I think what I would like for you to do is really talk about some of the decisions um, you had to make from then until now to be, you know, to, to follow your dream. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. And I wasn't always where I'm at now. Like it was a long period of time, you know, even like, you know, from like take it back to high school when I was in high school and stuff, I, I was very active in music as well. At that point in time too, I was um, very active with, you know, with Prince Rob and, um, and speaking of him, he was, he was, you know, he was one of, or the, the only, um, you know, the only person in, in my high school who was, uh, who was, you know, he was part of the, the staff administration, but he showed common interest in what I was interested in, you know. Um, these people in the schools, they know a lot of people are into music, but he was, you know, he was someone that was actually in my high school who was able to keep motivating me in order to keep doing what I wanted to do. And um, it was it was always decisions, you know, after school. And it wasn't made, it might not always been the best decision, but after school, I always spend, I spend a lot of time, you know, writing writing music. I will write three songs a day opposed to doing my homework. That was kind of how I, how I spent my time. It might not have been the best, but... That's how I always used to spend my time, and even afterwards, it wasn't always me being in this in this um in this zone. It was um a long period of time where you know I I, I worked numerous jobs. I worked for the city of Schenectady. I worked numerous places, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and Toys R Us, Babies R Us. I worked in many places, Men's Warehouse, lots of different places that had nothing to do with music, and it, it was a lot of a lot of what I do now and mm -hmm. where I'm at now. It came from me being. And being where I didn't want to be, it came from me doing what I didn't like doing. It came from me trying new things and seeing, okay, I might be really good at this, I might be great at this, but mm -hmm. does it make me happy? Is it does it completely make me happy? This might pay the bills, but does it make me happy? So it was it was years and years of, of just going through that process and doing a lot of things that I don't want to do and being where I don't want to be at. Right. It took a lot of that to in order for me to get to where I did want to be. You know. All right. So shout out to my brother Alfredo Small stopping in on, on, on the What's Up show and some love. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you. What always, up, always keeping it live, always keeping the energy right. Uh, so, so Mr. Mr. Outlaw, I mm -hmm. noticed recently you dropped a new project, a new solo mm -hmm. project, right? Mm -hmm. um, I seen you traveling. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I seen you doing some shows in Atlanta. Yes. I even heard there's a song on there where you gave a shout out to some of your brothers that you you felt were mentors. I definitely did. Like I definitely did. Um, the name of the album is called The Feature Presentation. It's my first solo album out. Um, all original music. I wrote everything on the project. All original beats, and I did uh, a song called The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, and I did give a shout out to William Rebus and Mr. Smalls right here, and, um, and a few, a few other brothers who um, were very, you know, very, very, very influ influential um, and, and very inspiring, you know, to me just as just as as men and as fathers, you know. Um, you know, a lot of us growing up, we don't have any many positive male role models, you know. And I had mm -hmm. a few in my life, but just to grow up and, and to and to have more in my, you know, my, my, my early adult life than I had growing up, it, it, it uh, definitely, you know, did a lot to mold me to, as to who I am, who I am today, you know, and just as, as a man, as an artist, and just how, you know, how I carry myself, and um, 
they, they were definitely very uh, very uh, instrumental. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about that a little bit because as we're mm-hmm. talking about living our authentic life yes. and uh, you know following our dreams or whatnot, I think a lot of times mm-hmm. people fail to realize the adjective is authentic is like. While you're living your authentic life, everybody's not going to be happy Absolutely. with you living your authentic life. Absolutely. Meaning, yeah. everybody's not going to support. And I think a lot of the times what happens is, is that is people view you one way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I say in my case, right, because I made a lot of bad decisions, because I did some of the things the way I did, um, I caused people not to like me in a way. And in that time, in that space, I really didn't understand it. Because for me, it was just a matter of, like, I don't judge you, don't judge me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, y'all. It's Fredo. I'm interrupted. I'm sorry. Apologize. It's the first podcast. He got an interruption. Mm-hmm. I am the Kramer to his Seinfeld. I just bust in the door. I'm asking questions, right? Because this is real, though. There was an additive place. It was called authentic. Mm-hmm. That was the word, right? And people say you're living your best life. I just heard my man speak. You're living your authentic life. So I want to mm-hmm. ask a question. I'm, I don't mean to take no shot for anybody. I just want to. When you say living your authentic life, mm-hmm. oh thank you. What does that mean? Like what, what? What? What does authentic mean? Like what's the difference? What's that can, mean? I, can I? Can I know that? Absolutely. Right. I, I think the difference between between living your best life and living your authentic life mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like who can really gauge what your best life is if you if you if your life is not. Is not so. What are the standards set for your best life? Mm-hmm. You can't. So, what may be your standards for for your best life? What may be his standards for your best life might be different. But the standards for an authentic life never change. Mm-hmm. It's the same around the board. Meaning, when you wake up every day, you're happy being you. You love where you're at. Okay. You're in love with your relationship. You're in love in your space in life. You're not concerned with what nobody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? You happy with, with the things that are in your space and in your time. And in that and living your authentic life, you can also accept where other people are and it's never competition. So so me being great takes nothing away from you being great as well. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? I thought the difference is the difference between living your best life and living your authentic life. I think living your best life is is good. Living your authentic life is great. Living yeah. your best life is it's always good. Right. Living your best life and being happy and being content with things now, that's always good. But living your authentic life is when you and your, you know in yourself, every, what I'm doing today is, is the right thing. No one can tell you anything. No one can tell you what you're doing is wrong because you're living your your authentic life. And that's, that means that's something different to everyone. Everyone, yeah. everyone has a different definition of what greatness is to them. Everyone, have, everyone has a different definition of what, what it means to quote-unquote make it. To some people, just making it and living... Live, you know, and, and having a great life. This is the thing that, that, that intrigued me just now. It was a series of events this morning, right? Actually brought me to work. You feel what I'm saying? Like, ain't coming to work, I always see my brother. But this wasn't me just coming to see my brother, I came to work. But my brother was having a rocky day. So, happened to look on social media, he put up a post. I watched this video no less than 15 times, I swear to you, man. Oh, 15 times, bare minimum, right? And it was about calling your hands. Stop worrying about the next man. Don't compare. Don't compare you with them. Like, just do you. If you do you, that means you focus on you. I, it took a long time for me to focus on me, even when I told my brother to focus on him. Because mm-hmm. I still wasn't focused on me. I was still focused on the people that I love more than me, so I was focusing on him. I was focusing on my mom. I was focusing on my sister. I was focusing on my kids. I wasn't focusing on me. So, in focusing on me, I had, I was thinking, you know, focus on you, stay in your path, do your thing. 
Mm-hmm. We had to talk about being a trailblazer. And then Dewey, Michael, shout out to Elevated Conquer. Elevated uh, Conquer. You feel me? Like, he put up another post. And this is today. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally watched these posts back to back. Once I got done with the 15 of my, my big brother's post, I seen Dewey's post. Watch that. What did he say? It was, it was, it was, it was words. It was, it was, it was basically like, it was, it was a video, but it was like, it was the words. It was like, don't stick around people that always say, stay in your lane. Reason why he said that is because think about it. You want me to stay in my lane. You want me to not do nothing else. I'm supposed to be in this one lane and never try anything else. So again, you did a lot of work. You just was talking about it. Mm-hmm. I just came in at, excuse me, you guys, I'm literally interrupting. You just came in. Rodolo, right? Mm-hmm. Was talking about how you went from one aspect to the next aspect. Mm-hmm. The thing that holds us all into a certain, like, 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 like common lifestyle is my big brother did too. Mm-hmm. I did too. There was times, multiple times, outside of this time that we met on the same exact path. We were just, we was in the same lane. We were, somebody was in front, somebody was behind. Like, like I got, I had this thing, you know. Every 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 year, I live by different, you know, different New Year's resolution, different code, whatever it is. And mine for this year was, you know, was know your friends, you know. But prior to, you know, this year, I believe it was 2016. I came to, or after 2016, I came into the year and I said, my motto for the year is place no limits on what you can be. Place no limits on what you can be. So I saw that I can be many different people. I can be this and I can be that. And I see that. Growing up, you see a lot of, you know, if you're a drug dealer, you're just a drug dealer. If, you, mm-hmm. if you're a working man, you're just a working man. If you're a lawyer, you are, if you're a teacher. And it's not, life is, it's not that simple. You can be multiple, multiple you know, you can, you can you can have, you know, multiple different aspects of your life that are all positive. You can do multiple different things. You know, no one has to, quote unquote, stay in your lane. It's, it's good to be focused on one thing. I think it's very good to be focused yeah. on one thing. But sometimes life just isn't always that way. Sometimes yeah. life... Sometimes you have things that you want to do in your life, things that you like to do in this time. Life, life, life gives you life gives you an obligation, and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna see what this is about too. And sometimes it might it's for you too. That doesn't mean that anything else is less for you. That doesn't mean just because you know. If I could describe really, and the more I'm sitting here listening, the more I'm thinking about it. If I could describe the difference between your best life and your authentic life yeah. anyway, yeah. it would be like this, like. When when you hear your best life, it's like a pie contest. So so you have people who judge an apple pie, right? Mm-hmm. So you got a bunch of people that get up and eat an apple pie, and they're like, "Yo, that is the best yeah. apple pie <laughs> right there." Because we all ate it, we all judged it. We say that's the best apple pie. But what if that apple pie is made with all preservatives and wild sugar, and it's not really healthy? What if the other pie, you know, what I'm saying that's that that was made. Somebody went out in their yard and picked the apples, and they cut the apples, and they picked all the, and they made everything from hand. They put the most time and effort to that pie. But because you tasted that first pie, and you swore up and down that everybody was like, yo, that's the best pie right there. You ain't even get to the last pie, though. So, so your best life is like, it's based on the vision or, or the judgment of other people. So, so it's a matter of looking at everybody looking like, yo, if you got Jordans on, you live in your best life. But that's because society says so. Oh, yeah. Or social media, Concord oh, yeah, 11. If you get the Concord 11s right now, you're living your best life. Wait, you your bills say? might not be paid. Absolutely. But you, you got the Jordan 11, so your bills is paid. And you know what I'm saying? And, and so you living your best that's, life. That's not, that's not living your best life. aspect, think about this. And what you just said, it, what you literally just said put me in a different mind frame. Like, when you grow up, right, young, you don't really bounce around too much, especially if you got a mom's. You know, like whether you your mom's a single, whether you got a full household, your moms make these 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 fabulous 
you know, no holiday dinners. And to you at this point in life, it's like, this is the best, right? You can't wait for it to happen. This is the best. So now when you think about what he's just saying, right? When you first taste that one holiday meal, like when you get older, you start to venture out. You start to basically uh, see what other lanes are. Yeah. You start to bounce into other houses and you find out, and I mean, no disrespect to nobody's mom's like, damn, how am I might not. She don't make the best uh, mm-hmm. baked mac and cheese. You know, that, that, the other, I mean, she makes some good mac it's and cheese. It's the best because it's the only one you ever had. You ain't never you had one else. <laughs> so yeah, when you, you get older, been, right, this is, what, this, and this is, a, this is the, this is the, this is like the kit and caboodle when you think about like Thanksgiving as a grown up, as an adult, like not, not as a growing person, as a mature adult. You get what I'm saying? Like you, you know that there's only a few places you going to go for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to touch everything. But you gonna go grab and it here's the thing, if you don't have the time or the space to get to those other places that you mm-hmm. really wanna go to, That's you have you have point. the main drop and your main drop is your lane. Your your lane Absolutely. at that point is home. So you go home and get what you're used to. But when you are secure and you got a foundation and you're able to move, move, see what life is like, taste different taste different things given dinners like you're like, I know people that never left Schenectady. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, yeah. I know people that never left the same listen, exact block in Brooklyn, New York. I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Atlanta. I lived in Long Island. You traveled. You've seen it. You've tasted I've it. seen people in all these places. No matter where you go, there's always going to be people who lived in that place for generations, for a long, for their whole life, and even for generations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I personally, I, got, I had the pleasure, or I, I call it the pleasure now, but it wasn't always a good thing. But every two years of my life, I was in a different school. Whether it's because I was moving, or because I was graduating, or because I was moving, I was in a different school every two years, in a different setting every two years, and seeing different different people being in a different area every two years. So, I got to see that no matter what, there will always be people who are stuck in that neighborhood mentality. Like, all they know is their neighborhood, all they know is their town, and and some people are proud of that. Even if, you know, you you got families that, that that have lived in the projects, and people, you got families who are proud to have said, yo, man, our family lived in this project, we generally... And, my, and where I come from, we wasn't proud of that. We was like, yo, nah, we nah, we was raised here, but this ain't where my kids is going to be at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's about having that mentality. Well, well, and, and, like, well, and also, real quick, what he said, too, about, about making the time, about making, about, you got to have the time to, to you got to have the time to to, 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 to try something new, man. You got to put the time into trying new things. You got to put the time into to, to new experiences. Like, had, you know, and oftentimes, life. Life forces us to, you know, to have that time. Like, you know, sometimes when you get sick, people might say, yo, when you get sick, sometimes that's, that's like telling you need to slow down. Sometimes it, it took me losing both my jobs the same day to be like, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but I know, like, I need to just, I need to, I need, I need to, I need a complete, you know, recircling of this whole motherboard. Like, everything has to just start putting. But sometimes, you know, it, 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 it can seem like the worst thing, but it can actually turn into, that can be the opportunity to start yeah. fresh where you want to start at. You know, losing your job could be the opportunity to start fresh or at least start moving in the right direction towards where you want to be at because we all have a destination. You know, yeah. a goal is a destination. A dream is a destination. And it's not impossible. It's just a destination. So it's a matter of how, you know, really, you know, knowing what it takes to get there, knowing that it's not going to be easy. It's not just, okay, I want to be this. So I'm going to just take this course and I'm going to just, you know, and I'll be that. No, it's, you know, you can't just take a college course and, and, and and just expect to have right. that that dream job. It, it takes you know you gotta go through each semester, each each day, each week, each month of that semester. You gotta go through all the work. All the, you gotta go through all the work. Yeah. You gotta go through all the classes. 
you gotta um you know you, you gotta you gotta really put that time in to uh you gotta put that time in to to to, to focus on what you want to do and, and really focus you know look at what you want to do and where you want to be at and kind of set set goals along the way and say you know it it, it, it might it, it might not take you know it, it might not happen overnight or it definitely gonna happen overnight but it might not happen this year. You gotta understand that. You well, gotta no, understand I, that it could, ha- it could take years. You know. Not well. I know. And, and what I love about what you're saying is, it's exactly what we're talking about. So, so for those people who have stayed where they've grown up at, mm-hmm. to them that is them living their best life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so for you, and the thing is, is when you're younger and you're moving around, you're going through this. You you don't really you can't really equate it to an experience at that time. You just know you're being uprooted. Absolutely. Now, as an adult, you see it. It was a part of you living your authentic life because mm-hmm. look at the different versions of people and different experiences you got to have oh, that yeah. other people didn't. Like so said, what and, that and, and it was and it was a matter of like I said before, just seeing what you don't want to be, not being where you don't want to be. At, you know what I'm saying? Oftentimes, knowing what you or finding out what you want comes from knowing what you don't want. Like seeing all these people who are. Proud to say, yeah, I've, I've been here my whole life. It's like I wasn't proud to say, I, you know, it, I don't want to. I don't want like I look, yeah, I, I want to be able to travel like traveling. Everyone likes to travel. I think everyone likes to travel, you know. So, you know, so, uh, it's, it, it's that's very important, you know. Yeah, like, and, and please understand what we're saying is it's not a judgment based on anybody who who has never left their community. Oh, not it's, at all. it's a matter of trying to inspire people to get out and have those life experiences because I was, a per- I was a person who didn't leave my community for a very long time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. like I moved around a lot when I was a younger when I was younger but I, because I was a baby I didn't really remember those experiences yeah. so as an adult my community was yeah. that's where I was I might I might take a bus to all you know a little ways out but it wasn't until like you know the last few years now that I'm married that my wife was like nah we need to go somewhere we need to do yeah. something so now I'm having those experiences and, and right now, for me, like, I can say, like, with my family, with my friends, everybody sees a change in me, and I can only really let people know it's just, I'm just in a different space, and I'm embracing that space. Mm-hmm. I love the space I'm in because Absolutely. there's never no conflict for me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if me and somebody have a disagreement, I can walk away from the disagreement in love and respect and leave it at that because of where I'm at. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Now, I say that, I can say that now because a couple of years ago, I was not there. Absolutely. I was all about conflict. I was all about chaos because that's all I had learned from being where I was. And I wasn't living my best life. I, was, I wasn't living my authentic life. I was living the best life designed by everybody else. Okay. I was listening to everybody else's opinions. I was taking in everybody else's consideration. I was doing what I felt everybody else wanted me to do, which didn't make me happy. And then once I tried to break out yeah, of that... It's like a restriction, you feel? But that's why I asked the one question when you said it. You said authentic, and when you said it, it instantly triggered to me because I, I mean... I ain't living my best life, but I ain't I ain't living my worst. You feel me? Like, and even when I was, even when I had the money and I had the cars and I was doing what I wanted to do and I was outside in the streets and I was living life on the edge. I was living life by life means. I wasn't making life something. Mm-hmm. I was living life by life terms. Like I was just, I was floating. I was going. I was just, 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 just moving. I wasn't truly happy. I bought a car off the showroom floor. I wasn't happy. I was more happy dealing with my with my my fiance and going half on a car from work. I do. I got. I get. I got an anniversary coming up. It's one year finally working at one place for one time ever in my mm-hmm. life. One employment, one year. 
ever. Never was something that I was even thinking about. I couldn't see myself boggled down. I never felt comfortable. I'm living my my authenticity. Even in living yeah. my authenticity, hold on, hold on. Even in living my authenticity, right? I can now. I can see where my best life is. Is not my best life with the cars that are dealt, or where I'm at right now, or the things that I got to deal with. This is my authenticity. I see it. I, I can move clearly now. Like it's like a running back that got like great vision. I can move clearly now. My goal is my touchdown. That's my best life. When I watch my brother go from, we used to we used to travel a, a bit when we were younger, you know, all in the five one eight, but different places in the five one eight. And now I'm like, where you going? He's like, I'm be in this state or this place or that county or this far from this place and this many miles from over here. Like, he's moving. So in his movements. I'm watching him create new bridges and bridges to me are friendships. I'd never tell somebody never to build a friendship. Don't never stop building your bridges, but you can't build the bridge. There's only so, but so many bridges you can build in one spot. What if you need to get over there? Mm. See, travel, find out your best life. That authenticity allows you the vision to know like you're not held down by nobody's standards. That happens in relationships of all nature, whether it's a uh, child, parent, uh, a sibling, uh, interpersonal connections as far as spouse-wise, uh, friends. You know, sometimes you don't want to do certain things because you don't want to leave your friends. But if those are the friends, if that's their family, you still got to do you. You got one obligation, what you just said, your God-given right. It's your God-given right to make sure you go. Yeah, and I think I think... For, for our listeners, and I think really because we do so much work with people in poverty or people coming out of incarceration or youth in the community, I think it's important that for us to inspire others, we have to be living our authentic life at all times because oh, yeah. we don't want to give off that false energy, that false persona, because then the people that we're supposed to be helping, they take on that, that energy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's really like... My wife has been really good at assisting me with that over the last few years. Whenever she's seen me, like, getting off track or, you know what I'm saying? She, she's real good at being like, nah, I don't think that's the wave. Or nah, like, like, like this is a good idea. The, what, what I like about it is, is she never tried to tell me what to do. She just, she enhances the vision. She enhances the vision. So I might, I might see 65, 70% of the vision. And she she move move a cup out the way so I can see the whole hundred percent. I, n- I never had that. I never had like nobody to to help like keep me on track as far as just like living. You know what I'm saying living my authentic life. It was it was a process for me. For me, it was it was a process of years of years of years of just doing things that I thought was good. Things that I you know knew, having new experiences and yeah, saying okay, I might be I'm good at this. I'm great at this. Come to find out, I'm great at almost any. I can, I'm great at like anything. Any job, any job I had, I had, I had, I had to, and I had to, I had to keep going. I had to keep going and trying these new things. And and it it, it wasn't at the time. It wasn't me just trying to try something new. It was me just trying to live. It was really me trying to live my best life. It was that's honestly. Wait, not, but wait, why honestly, though? Wait, why? Started, why? Started, yeah. started, yeah. No, the why? Why? Part of the conversation just now. With one thing he said, I never had that. Check this out. It's not about what he had or what anybody else had. The one thing about it was like you can't have something and have it successfully without knowing who you are. 
And that's what we as men do. And as even females nowadays in the same community that we live in and we growing up in, we're not focusing on who we are. You get out of high school, you get into a relationship. You get into this relationship, you get this job. You never found out who you were. Oh, yeah. Like, you get, like, you, you're forced to be like, like, nobody even knows what dating is. I'm not talking about, like, sleeping with nobody. I'm talking about dating. Nobody knows you can talk to somebody and go out to eat. And it's okay. Nothing matters. It's, we're just friends. You don't even know who you are. You don't know how you are until you actually go through the rhythm and rolls. And I, and I find say, it in yourself and settle down. That, that's what it's called. It's called... Internally, mm-hmm. settling down, finding out who you are as a man. Your foundation is the reason why you're starting to succeed. It has nothing to do with who's around you. Because so, when you build your foundation and you like, nobody can kick me out of this. And also with that, when you have, <laughs> when you have, when you when you build your foundation, like I said, you when you like you said, you built it yourself. So no one helped you build it. You built it yourself. There's definitely help. Well, it is, but really, you you laid you laid the, you laid the groundwork for it. So in that turn, when you think of, when you always think about, okay, what is my authentic life, or what's the, you know, like, what do I always want to do? You're gonna find yourself living your best life, and even when you are living your best life, you're gonna be, you're gonna feel like something's still missing. I've done things, and I was like, you know what? Yo, I'm doing really good. I'm doing great at this. I've done missing. great. I was making tons of money, and I'm like living, I'm living freely, and I'm like, I still don't have time. I, I didn't have time to do what I really, really wanted. What really made me happy, and then before, what was stopping me was. I didn't have the time to do it. And then it was the money. And then it was the time. Then it was the money. Then I had, you know, family stuff and whatever. Then it was back to not having time for it. And then it just, I, it, came, it came to the point where the only thing that was stopping me was, was me. So I had to just really make a decision to say, you know what, where can I, where can I start at? How can I, how can I start, you know, how can I start making music to where, like, I'm getting myself out there like I really want to again? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I was on that path. What happens oftentimes is... We get off that. We get off that track, and this, that wasn't just me. That's, that's a, a human, a human being thing. We all think we get off track. But the the energy with this conversation is, is absolutely dope right now. And what I love about it is everybody's free right now to talk truth because we're all living our authentic life, and I think that is really the most important thing. So, like as a father, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. I think living my authentic life is extremely important because it's something I want my daughter to do. I tell her all the time, like, just because you see what I'm doing doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is knock down walls and create resources so you can be whatever you yeah, decide you to be. be. You don't have to be what I am. Mm-hmm. You don't got to follow in the family business. I want you to have the opportunity to make the decisions freely to be who you want to be. And, and and I think as a father, that's probably one of the best gifts I can give my daughter is I'm here for you 100%. Whatever you want to do, let's make it happen. Whatever how can I assist is. you? Let me know how I can be here for you instead of me being like, nah, this is what I'm your father, community leader. You got to follow in the family business because that wouldn't be her living her authentic life. Mm. So as a, as, a father, as a young father with two sons, mm-hmm. what would you tell them about living their authentic life? Really, kind of just the same thing that you said. You know, it's, I, I don't. I never want my kids to look at what I'm doing and say, "I want to be a rapper because my that's what my dad does," or "I want to do this because that's what my dad does." It's like that'd be nice, and if you want to do that, I'll be completely supportive of that. But don't think that I'm going to be any less supportive of, of of you doing. I don't want them to think that I'll, I'll be any less supportive of them doing what whatever it is that they choose to do when they get when they get older. Whatever, whether it's sports or 
whatever it is. I want to be. I just want to be able to, to 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 be supportive of them and whatever they're doing. Like you said, be be able to help them as best as I could. Be able to help break down on barriers and be able to to, to build connections now to where whether I'm here or not here in the future. Right. My, you know, my my legacy is here for my kids. So if my kids are ever they ever need help, they can always come to someone like William Rivas and he can, hey, listen, your dad was a good person. Listen, yeah. I know I, I I know you and I got you. And it's like oftentimes we need that. I know that's something I never had. You know, I can't I can't go and walk into a walk into a job and get a job off for the strength of, of, of my father or for someone that I know. You know, I, I it's all on my own merit. So mm-hmm. it's like I just want to be able to to like I said, assist them with whatever it is that they're able that, that they choose to do in the future and from just see let's that see that their dad is somebody, you know, that that they are someone and that, you know, that they are somebody, that they can be somebody, they can be whatever they want, you know, and for them to pass it on to their to their friends and to their kids. And that's all it's about. Yeah. So so heading out, uh, again I wanna thank all listeners for tuning in. Uh, you know, stay stay in tune for the five when they talks podcast all mm-hmm. week long. Wolfpack Wednesday's coming up this week. Also, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna end we're gonna end the week off right with a special guest. Um but just uh Alfredo and, and, and Tyrell, uh on the way out the door, let's just give a brief closing message to our listeners about living their authentic life. Let's close this out. Yeah. I just want everybody out there listen, know you follow your passion. If we all have a passion of ours, follow your passion. I know we all gotta get the bills paid, we all gotta work. We all got to do what we got to do, but in the back of our minds, is always something that we always feel like we should be doing. Follow that feeling, you know. Follow, you know, follow your follow your heart, follow your you know, follow your passion. Don't let nobody tell you that what you're doing is wrong because at the end of the day, you got to answer to yourself. You know, when you're not doing the right thing, you you wake up every morning feeling that. You go to sleep every night feeling that. So just follow your heart, follow your passion. Um, as far as living your authentic life, you know what I mean, like. I mean, it's self, it's almost self-explanatory, but it's it's not it's not it's not as common sense as most people would think about common sense is to the person that's living it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so basically, don't keep yourself held bound by nothing. If you're good at this, you conquer that. Also, see that's something else. Don't ever be scared about moving forward. Oh, no, I mean, like life is all about exploration. If we even explore as people, we wouldn't know half the stuff we know now. Mm-hmm. Go find something. Go be innovative. Get back to your imagination. You got a dream? Go follow that. Just make sure that your foundation is is, is, is secure. Yeah, this episode is dedicated to all our uh, entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs. Everybody out there living their authentic life. Uh, leaving they, the traditional employment. Starting their own businesses. Whether it be in art, fashion, clothing, music. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely salute you. Uh, y'all are the heroes. Give back to the community. Uh, this is William Rivas, uh, 5 and 8 Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Peace.